Do you know what I, this is kind of off topic, but I ordered some, because I just want to chew gum for a minute before we actually roll. So just, uh, we're actually rolling right now. I figured as much yeah. before yeah. before we get like uh, stuff. I'll probably use some of that. So, yeah. so if it's something you shouldn't say, don't say it because yeah. I'm going to use it. But we're not, listening only now. like the last five or six minutes. When we were talking about murdering children by the dozen, I'm going to cut that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably good. Don't let our plans get out. Because it's not impressive yeah. unless you it's get 25,000. That. Yeah. That's, what is it called? Yeah, that's the same. Impressions. We have to leave yeah, an impression. 25,000 impression. impressions. Yeah. We have to leave an impression on these people 25,000 times. And we like oh. your impressions. Yeah. So, because I knew we were going to do an Aleister Crowley mm-hmm. episode, I bought the Crowley tarot cards. Oh my goodness! I, you next. It's gonna be a Ouija board. Oh god! Bringing it. No. We can't have it. I, I'm not afraid of Ouija boards. It's Parker okay. Brothers. Yeah. It's fake. But tarot cards are cool. It's, I think it's Hasbro. But also, no, it's like psychic magic, right? That that's what it is. It's just, seeing the future, right? That's what tarot, tarot readers are. Psychologists use it to treat their patients because it's more of a interpreting a story. It's like how you're you see the image yeah. and you catch some of the meaning and what does that meaning mean to, to you, you to, what, to you. where your mind space is at it doesn't have to be this crazy witch thing oh yeah but what i'm saying their intended purpose is i think their in- intended purpose was a, a form of secret communication between like the knights templars oh uh, like they walk around and be like you meet me by the lady with her head but, in her hands by the tree with a sword well like they would do a tarot reading and they would be able to Pull out a card and that would pass on their messages. Yeah. Or stuff like that because they had to be a lot more secretive. But then wouldn't they have to update the messages of each of those symbols or images? Maybe it's just a certain form of this is the direction Hmm. you should go based on your mindset within the Templar order or whatever secret order was going on that wasn't magical or evil or anything like that. Yeah. Well, maybe. I I don't. And that seems like pretty extensive for. I. One of the things, since you guys are chickens, yes, I am willing to do actual experiments. I'm the skeptic, so you, who's so, who best? Yeah, it seems more fitting. But it, yeah, yeah. So but you have to have intent when you do that. I will have intent. Yeah. I also for someday when we talk about Nostradamus, I got the little bowl that he used oh, to make yeah. predictions. Yeah. Nice. So I will be your guinea pig, and I will show yeah. you that I won't bring Satan onto the podcast. That's good news. Unless he can fit us into his schedule because we have enough impressions. He's like, and then email us at the freakydeekypod at Gmail. And uh, And he'll be like, yeah, I'll do an interview. Yep. Makes perfect sense. I was super excited when I sent that that one girl. Like, I just had her on Twitter and I sent it from our Freaky Deaky account. Hmm. And I'm like, hey, I like your stuff. We're going to do an episode on Parsons. Can I reach out to you? And like five minutes later, Sure. So then I'm like, and she sent me her email. So I, it was hard because I was working and I was trying to come up with some decent questions. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found that she already has an episode where she talks about the strange angel for Parsons. And strange that helped angel. a lot. The strange angel. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they just call it the strange Because you miss, like, people do this all the time. You miss out on quality word-based puns and word combos. Strange-el. Call it strange yeah. It should have been called, it's Strange Angel. Why gotta say Ange th- twice, almost thrice, if you mess up once? I think probably because Strange Angel sounds better. Strangel. I like Strangel. Strangel. What are you doing that? I'm watching Strangel. But what they want you to do is take the, the topic seriously, mm. and Strangel just wouldn't do that. Serious Strangel. So people don't take us yeah. seriously because we're freaky deaky. I know. This is freaky deaky. So, yeah. Look, I am childish at heart, always and forever. And this is homage to a friend that used to say freaky deaky to me all the time. 
And I mean, who doesn't like saying freaky deaky? It, it just like, rolls yeah, off. Yeah. Everyone you tell, they're like, what? And then they, I don't know. It makes sense. It's if a you conversation say it. starter. People yeah. see my stickers, my hoodie, and like, what's freaky like, what the hell? And yeah. I'm like, you're missing out. Yeah. Let Go me tell you up. about it, friend. Let me tell you. Yeah. So today we are going to, sorry, had, uh, I don't know, possibly some kind of aneurysm or something there for a moment, but. Do you smell cherries? I do not. So the story goes that people who have died from aneurysms just beforehand will say something like, do you smell cherries? And then they'll hit the ground and they'll be dead. Really? I was about to say, I thought you said it was reported, I thought you were going to say that it was reported that people who die of aneurysms often smell cherries beforehand. And I'm always like, well, how, how do they know they're dead? How do you know if they smell cherries? Like maybe that's an urban legend. But the fact that maybe witnesses heard it, yeah, they're like, and yeah. can pass that on. Suddenly, it all makes sense yeah. to your boy. Yeah, not a bad smell. I mean, better than being a bad. I know. It's like, do you smell shit? Yeah. Oh. Like, no. Yeah, of course you don't want that. It smells like sewage yeah. in here. Yeah. Let's make it. Then, uh, let's make it something yeah, kind. Cherries. Yeah. A good something, one. Something that's good yeah. on the nostrils. That's just what a broken blood vessel in your brain smells like. Cherries. Now you know. Now that's yeah. freaky deaky. That is freaky deaky. Yeah, so today we're going to be discussing uh, the simulation theory, uh, i.e. like glitches in the Matrix, all kinds of that fun stuff. And any of you guys fans of the Glitch in the Matrix sub? I follow them on Reddit yeah. or that subreddit. I don't know what subreddit. Saying. Yeah. This is all new to me. So Heather has not even watched the Matrix. I, I know. have not. Yeah. My husband totally teases me all the time about it, too. Have you He's seen on... the Matrix 2? No. <laughs> Matrix <laughs> 2, uh, of Electric Matri- Boogaloo. Uh, how, how many yeah. are, are there? Three? <laughs> Three. Three? Yeah. Yeah, no, none of them. The third one was not very good. I don't know. I was young enough to enjoy all of them. I enjoyed them too. I get kind of yeah. confused because I've never seen Men in Black either. So, is are they wearing trench coats in Matrix? Heather, right? Heather, <laughs> get out! Okay, just what you. Michael never, always is like, what movies did you watch in the nineties? Yeah. Like all these movies, and you like, you know, yeah, Space Jam. I saw Space Jam. Okay, all about yeah. it. Okay, well, Home Alone, Space yeah. Jam, Goonies. I mean, yeah. Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I grew up with the good movies. Just was Goonies nineties though. I'm pretty sure. No, Goonies that's eighties. That was eighties. Yeah. yeah, and that's like a bucket list place to go. Astoria, Oregon. I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, I'm all about it. That would be kind of cool, and it's close enough. Yeah. You know, well, hours. I figured if we do a Pacific Northwest trip one day, we'll yes. you know chase Bigfoot a little bit. Yeah. That could be like a pit stop. Goonies. It can be, yeah. and it will be. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. We will make it so. So, okay. Yeah, none of you guys are familiar. You're a little bit, Christian, right? You said you're a little bit familiar with uh, the idea of a simulation theory. That we basically live in a simulation. Yeah. A simulation of what? And see, I had originally, diving into this, I had originally thought that it was mostly inspired by the movie The Matrix. I'm like, well, clearly someone saw The Matrix and is now, now it's a popular opinion that we live in a simulation. But that wasn't the case. I found out pretty quickly. I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't from The Matrix. The Matrix was from the simulation theory. That's what probably inspired the Matrix. We got it backwards. 
Yep. Yeah. Fun fact about the the Matrix movie is Keanu Reeves. Uh, oh my God, we did it twice now. You were Keanu right. Reeves, you were like, I said he's gonna be. Yeah. He's gonna come up in this. You were like, you're like, are we gonna talk? Because like, I knew that much. Yeah. I know Matrix, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't think I was actually gonna include no, it into the episode. Could, yeah. And then here I am talking about Keanu. Anyway, yeah. In uh, Keanu Reeves' ID, September 11, 2001, is the expiration date. And I was like, that is an interesting little detail. An interesting little glitch right. in, the, in matrix. the matrix, yeah, letting us know. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's the the premise is that we are not real, or maybe certain people are, but we live overall in a simulation. And uh, we're going to talk about a few stories today that kind of, if you had to take a guess at what it, what could have they have possibly seen, you would say that it's a glitch in the matrix that something shorted out. You ran into an NPC that was glitched up in code, trying to walk all you know, like. Just random stories where you're like, there's no physical way in a physical world that anything remotely close to that could happen. What if your brain had a glitch? And see, that probable, maybe for a lot, but there's even today, there's a couple stories of two people that saw it at the exact same time, the exact same thing. And that's a common enough theme in the stories that I've come across. Some of them weren't super exciting, so I just didn't include them. Like I try to pick, pick stories that are different viewpoints of the same exact thing so you get so you get different perspectives and that's really what this is all about right so if two people are driving and they see something and they both freak out about it like what the hell is going on like what is this what else could it be you know if that means it's a real thing right same drug dealer yeah well one of the stories they were drinking earlier in the day but they swear or maybe it was drugs but (laughs) they were tripping acid driving down the road right no Um, totally livable yeah yeah yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what we're touching on. It's really just going to be a glitch in the matrix kind of kind of dealio. And we'll try to get to the bottom of it. Maybe if we can find the origins, figure out where this whole where all this started and just have a grand old time. Yeah. You know, I'm I just figured out about it. why podcasters have coffee cups, because it's really hard to quietly open a bottle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we've all discovered that now. Sorry. For I the thought about it when I was walking over here with the bottles. I'm like, this wrapper is. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Everyone signed off the second Christian grabs his bottle. They're like, I'm done with this podcast forever. It's game over. So anyway, yes, uh, simulation theory. I'm, I'm going to start by just reading kind of the, the wiki, as I often do. The simulation hypothesis or simulation theory is the proposal that all of reality, including the Earth and the rest of the universe, could in fact be an artificial simulation. Some versions rely on the development of a simulated reality, a proposed technology that would be able to convince its inhabitants that the simulation was, quote, real. The simulation hypothesis bears a close resemblance to various other skeptical scenarios from throughout the history of philosophy. The hypothesis was popularized in its current form by Nick Bostrom. And we are actually going to talk about him a little later, so I'm gonna skip ahead, just so I don't hit you with it twice. So pretty much, yes. It's an easy concept to grasp. Well, not fully understand, but to, to get the gist of We're like, oh, I get it. Okay, people think we live in a fake world, right? Not yep. too complex of a thought. You'll get, I, I personally get lost in these little loopholes where if I think about it, I'm like, wait, it's all this fake? And then I try to like, walk through the wall or something. I'm like, no, it turns out it wasn't. To me, it is real. You know? Kind of like your uh, turtle story. Before. My turtle story, yeah, yeah where I was afraid. Like, am I a really a maybe, turtle and I'm not? Maybe I was the pioneer of the simulation theory. Could have. At seven years old, yeah. thinking that I might actually be a turtle in reality. I told my mom that, and my mom started this weird cult of people that believe that we're fake. Great. I don't, I don't, you're welcome. I must not be able to function on that wavelength. 
Yeah. Why would you want to be a turtle? Oh, there was no want. He was scared. Part. I was he scared. Was. Yeah. Yeah. I, did I say I was a scared? Yes, you did. A scared. I was. I was a scared. No. Yeah. Uh, I was scared that I was a turtle, or not, and not even that. That was a possibility. I could have been a coyote. I could have been an ant. You worried been. a lot. Seven so pits. what we yeah. basically know is I think the I was turtle. worried about like what school lunch. lunch was. Yeah. You know, the day. Uh, my mind has always been very active. I've never yeah. met somebody with a turtle as their spirit animal. Well, it wasn't a spirit animal. It was a it is now. crippling. When, yeah. some, when something affects you like that, it must be your spirit animal. Yeah. Well, we figured it all out, guys. We got to the bottom of it. Done with this episode. Yep. Yep, it's all Quick fake. One. I'm a turtle. Get lost. All right. So j- just uh, tapping into the origins and pop culture a bit. As with anything, simulation theory has found its way into pop culture throughout various means over the past few decades, most notably in the film industry via movies like The Matrix, The 13th Floor, Inception, The Truman Show, great film. Actually, all of these have been really good. And even a few episodes of the highly popular show Black Mirror. As far as origins are concerned, a lot of what I found points to Nick Bostrom, a philosopher that in 2003 published an article entitled The Simulation Argument, wherein he proposed a trilemma that one of three unlikely seeming propositions is almost certainly true. And if any of you guys grasp this, please share it with your boy because I've read this a hundred times and I still cannot figure it out. Like I get the basic bare bones, what it means, but I don't understand any of it challenge this is this is the trilemma that that nick bostrom proposed in the simulation argument number one the fraction of human level civilizations that reach a post-human stage that is one capable of running high fidelity ancestor simulations is very close to zero or number two the fraction of post-human civilizations that are interested in running simulations of their evolutionary history or variations thereof is very close to zero or number three the fraction of all people with our kind of experiences that are living in a simulation is very close to one that's very sciencey so is that like odds i keep going back to odds like we are more likely number three it's closer to one so that means it's the most likely situation but i get every time i start to slowly piece it together my brain just dies and then it falls back apart to stage one i'm like wait 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 go back go back i think it's philosophy man yeah it's nuts i wish i could grasp more than i do like i get some of it but that i i've really been struggling to fully understand what that that's it's it's way above i was saying you got me there because because it means that there's just three scenarios right mm-hmm. in these three scenarios it's most likely that we have already created a simulation and therefore we are in fact in the simulation it almost sounds to me like if there's no interest in, interest in going back and doing some of these things like the fraction of human level civil, civilizations that yeah. reach a post-human stage so it's saying that we're that if we are able to uh, run run a high fidelity simulation of our ancestors yeah. That we might be at the point where we live in a matrix, but we're not at that point yet where we'll, we care about running that simulation of our ancestors. This third one, though, it almost sounds like if one person could do this. Uh, and it's already been done. 
than we are in it in that person's simulation yeah so isn't that it, that's a little weird like when you think of it because i think isn't that what elon musk talked about a little bit with uh on, on his rogan episode I, you know i never finished that one i think it might be i think it might be that the, the even the same the same theory musk believes it he's like yeah sounds about right would make sense yeah. on, on some levels so that means if even if one person could make this pull this off then we're already in it yeah that like, would there's be, no other option outside that, that one right? person created the universe yeah and that's where this turns into more of like a religion thing. like well i don't know no like like a mind thing like where it just messes with you because then you go down this you're like wait a second okay if one person well plus your mind always thinks in simulation yeah everything's fake for the most part until you actually say it out loud or you do it even the way it processes information you are always living in the past yeah because all your thoughts are old based on what's going on in the world by the time your brain interprets everything and puts it in a, a form that you can understand it's yeah. already happened so so we should put this out to any of our 17 listeners and say do you think like what actually what do you think about this like is there anyone out there that can explain this to me an idiot a little better you know to, to where it's like you know break it down to me like i'm five years old and explain it to me and so because I, I really it seems interesting and it seems like like i like i said i grasped the bare bones of it i'm like, okay i get what he means but what does that actually mean you know and wouldn't the point of having a simulation or creating a simulation be for us all to be kind of stupid aren't we already because if we're not stupid then we can create our own simulation or yeah step out of the simulation and that's trouble for the creator of the simulation true so so that i mean if you haven't heard of that of nick bostrom or the simulation argument look it up because it really is uh, it's it's kind of fascinating and terrifying all at once but the there was another one that takes us a little further back and and i understood this one a lot more but i didn't really see its relation to simulation theory i just see a bunch of people kind of say oh it's it's similar to this but, and that is uh, Plato's allegory of a cave, of the cave. You know, just any before cave. you even get into this, this reminds me of probably a, sh a movie Heather hasn't seen, Star Wars. I have seen Star Wars. Wow. All okay. of them. All the just so you know, left all again. of them. This and is, I believe, Empire Strikes Back, there's a cave. Yeah. So sure. I'm going to throw that out there. Let's it's, hear Plato's is, allegory and see if it's similar. Is that what the, uh, is that what Lucas did was base it off that? I, I'm curious. That's just my first thought, knowing a little bit about Plato and the way he thought. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a little rundown on uh, Plato's allegory of the cave. Although this particular approach may have been popularized by Bostrom, there are a great number of people who, have, who find similar views in Plato's allegory of a cave from his Republic writings. To summarize, the allegory of the cave is a theory put forward by Plato concerning human perception. Plato claimed that knowledge gained through the senses is no more than opinion and that in order to have real knowledge, we must gain it through philosophical reasoning. In the allegory of the cave, Plato distinguishes between people who mistake sensory knowledge for the truth and people who really do see the truth. I think that could be tied into that because that was the whole point of the cave is people who really who, who mistake sensory knowledge, sensory knowledge for yeah. seeing the truth and then the whole point was that Luke Skywalker yeah. would have to see the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Didn't think he could bring Star Wars into it. But. Yeah, but Lucas does that too, right? One of his major inspirations was one of his professors named Joseph Campbell, who taught myth in, in university. 
and he had gone through all the myths, yeah. or not all of them probably, but he was an expert on myths. He he taught Lucas, and then Lucas took some of the, like, the hero's journey, which is a book that Joseph Campbell wrote, and a class he taught, and used that as his basis to start the Star Wars saga with Luke Skywalker and his hero's journey. And it's the same hero's journey you see Harry Potter take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and yet it's used quite often. You know, the the Jesus story is a hero story. Achilles. I mean, look, it's it's. I know you think the Jesus story is a hero story. Uh, The Jesus story is a real life story. It is not written to reflect anything like that. Like everything else, sure, but it's still the basis of the hero story. Yeah, the whole the the story and you know what we've been told about went off went on in that his lifetime. Yeah is the hero story yeah it's 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 the template right so because everything is taking from that uh, and there's this there's hero stories before him and yeah. that's when you see king arthur is another one yeah it's it's a similar story where similar things have to happen yeah. which might support simulation theory again but what if that what if it's not even a story what if it's just that's how heroes act like people that are heroic and have these ten, what if they just live out that thing? Like this is what if how, this is the actions of heroes, and that's what causes these stories. To what happen. if we all live out this actual hero's journey? I would love but, to, That'd but be cool. We have this perception of what the hero's journey is. Just living your life is a hero's journey. You know, growing up, it really is. When you raising think about your kids, it, yeah. making your kids participants in the hero's journey, and which again, might add to something as systematic as a simulation theory because yeah. it's it's really the basics of life. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy world we live in now. Sorry, I just went. No, like, Ooh, trust me, you. I think Heather's looking at both of us like, are you guys okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lost, but catching up, you know, I think these stories too will help pull a little insight because to me, if I hear someone like explain it in their own story, it might, you know, yeah, yeah, because come across a little more believable. Yeah, their hero's journey through the simulation theory, which will be in these stories. Yeah. It'll be we're just programmed heroes, well, and we really are. Roles, yeah. As a species, we or any species on Earth, they are programmed to be a hero because their whole process is to survive and keep the species going and make yeah. the world a better place by surviving. So it's like a basic building block of the world we we live in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you want better for the next generation, usually. Yeah. If if you're good, you do. Yeah. Like, there's some people, like, selfish people that I feel like, what if it's just this constant battle between good and evil, even if it's not a religious thing, even if it's not, you know, anything paranormal, but it's just people that want to do good, and there's people that are selfish and just take, 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 take. I think like, most who wins of, over? I think there's the battle of good and evil is a little embellished. Yeah. You know, it's the battle of survival or not surviving. Yeah. And there's not really good and evil in that. It just feels like it from different perspectives. Even if you're an evil person, if you're an evil person, the good are battling against you. Yeah. But if there's no good and evil, then there is no evil people. Then there's so, no reason to be to exist because that would be, take away from our, our basic energy, positive and negative. You know, yeah. we're, we are energy. Everything around us is energy. So if you yeah. take away that opposition, there's no reason for existence. God, shit just is awesome, right? Isn't yeah. stuff just cool? Yeah. It's just the coolest, right? No, like there's so much weird uh, like simplicities in the right. world that you have to, if you think about it, you're like, damn, everything's strange, yeah. right? Yeah. When when you 
when you told us we were going to do this topic, I didn't expect to pull stuff out of my ass like I just did. So I don't know if well, it works. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever, you know, if it works, it works. <laughs> but we're we're solving world problems right, right here. Okay? Yeah. Maybe. We'll listen we're, back later. I think so. For the cause. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, sorry I, I distracted you. It's all good. I think Heather's got a story that, yes. that she's going to regale us with of, of a real life experience of someone it experienced. Uh, it's Reddit username Geneva0777. So thanks for that story there. And uh, here it is. This happened about seven years ago. I was still around 20 years old at the time. Still live with my mom along with my little sis. On this day, she and my mom had gotten into a big argument. Ended with my sis packing up a few things and leaving to stay out at dad's for a while. During the argument, her room got a bit trashed. I was honestly in my feelings and felt bad for her, so right after she left, I went in and cleaned up a bit. Just tried to make it so it looked like it wasn't as trash when she came back at home. Afterwards, I turned off the light and closed the door. Not long after that, my aunt came by. My mom was still upset about the fight and invited her over in good company, and I guess mainly to gossip about the whole thing. My aunt brought along with her her three grandchildren. Soon after arriving, the kids start a game up of hide-and-seek, running up and down the stairs, shouting, just being kids, basically. I was in a pretty sour mood and did not have the patience for that, so I tell them to stay downstairs if they're going to be playing around. The only rooms upstairs are mine and my sister's. Since I was still feeling upset about the fight from earlier, I decided to go out for a bit. I got dressed and started work on my hair in the bathroom. The way our bathroom is situated, the door is open, and I can see some of the hall on the entryway to my sister's room in the mirror. So... I'm straightening my hair and I have the door open since it gets hot fast when we're working with a flat iron. Out of nowhere, I see Cade, the oldest of the kids, run past me. Without turning to look at her, I can see through the mirror that she is heading for my sister's room down the hall. Oh, hell no. I seriously just cleaned up that room and I know I just told these kids to stay downstairs. She should not be up here looking for a hiding place. So I immediately go right after, split seconds after I see her run by, like I'm behind her just steps away i watch as she opens the door to my sister's room runs in and shuts the door pretty much in my face i'm so pissed i go right in after her intending to chew her out just ready to yell at her and get back downstairs except i didn't see her anywhere my sis had blackout curtains and the light was off in her room so it was a bit dim in there but it was still light enough to see and there was a very small room it is clear that tade isn't there well okay then so i angrily walk over to the closet and throw open the doors assuming she must have quickly ran and hid in there nope she's not in there and there is nowhere she could have hid i turn around and give the room a good look over again and yeah she's definitely not in the room man wtf what the fuck it all happened so fast i almost doubted myself i stood in that room confused thinking the last few seconds of time over and wondering how the heck did i seriously just imagine this whole thing i went downstairs to my mom's room I find her and my aunt on the bed chatting away. Right in between them is Tade, laying down and comfortably under the blankets and absorbing all the gossip, no doubt. No doubt. She was just listening to all that gossip. In fact, all the kids were in the room. The others were settled in watching cartoons. They weren't even playing hide-and-seek anymore and hadn't been for a while. I asked my aunt if Tade had been downstairs this whole time. She tells me that she has, so I dump the story on them, insisting I just saw her upstairs running into my sister's room. Tate is about six or seven at the time. My claim badly scares her to the point she starts crying and refuses to move from the bed. I had to let the poor kid, I was just messing with her to calm her down. Hey, did I just see a ghost go into your room? Right? <laughs> Scare the poor kid. So of course my aunt and mom weren't as amazed by the event as I was. While they agreed it was strange to them, it was possible that I could have seen something else and mistaken it as Tate. 
but there is no way I imagined that whole thing. No way. And I know what I saw. It was definitely Tate. I was steps behind her, very clearly saw her, their outfit, her hair, and the daylight and the hall lights on. I watched her shut the door on my face. This was not some vague figure I think I saw in the corner of my eye. There is no possible way she could have gotten out of the room and made it back downstairs unnoticed. It was a small room. If she did somehow leave the door would have opened and light from the hallway would have been a dead giveaway. My sister's door always shut on its own unless you popped it open. And her spooked out reaction to my claim of seeing her upstairs, she had been downstairs, seemed pretty genuine. Anyway, that is my unexplainable glitch in the Matrix. Nothing about that event had a malicious or evil feel to it. I have not seen or experienced anything remotely similar since then. Wow, that was a hard one. Definitely. Um, but interesting. So what could it have been? This, this is someone that you know. This is someone you're very familiar with. And you see them run past you. Then you see them as they're running into another like room. And you know this is that person. But then you go downstairs. That person's sitting on the couch and has been for a while. So what, what could that possibly be outside of, like, is it a time slip? It could be a, a psychic imprint, the energy yeah. from a, an earlier event. That just is replaying itself, or you actually just noticed it, but with the same outfit on, right? That was that was, that was something in that, right? They did mention the outfit. Yeah, the outfit yeah. was the same. Yeah. What, what if that she person said, had like, I knew that. her hair, her yeah. outfit, her yeah, or it's your interpretation of what you're seeing? Because wow. if you're going to see a psychic or you know some kind of energy imprint, you're not. It's just going to be energy, so your brain's going to interpret what you're seeing there. True. It might not be the same image. Yeah, it just could be energy. It could have. If we do live in a simulation or, you know, multiple realities, yeah, it could just be a, a time slip from something at some other reality that's similar, but not quite similar. Yeah. So it like and that's that's more like more than like Matrix glitch or anything like that, like simulation. To me, that lends more to like dimensions, like dimensional, like a time slip or dimensions crossing over for a brief moment. Like in that dimension, Tate was going up the stairs, ran into the room. In a simulation, though, I would think that there'd be multiple dimensions because there would be multiple simulations based on every interaction of Probably, the actors yeah. within the simulation. And that like would create more simulations. Academy when they have to reset the timeline, mm-hmm. just like a slip right there, yeah. you know? Or if you ever watch she like She caught the... Tade, you know, going through, but Tade was just there on a mission resetting the timeline. What if we're just a simulation and our timeline is one of the billions of timelines that this vast computer runs us through constantly what what do you think of the people out there that um claim to be like timeline hoppers it's a fun story yeah it doesn't make any sense does that seem more like just attention getting to you like they're like, like oh, the I want john john titter not really teeter because that that's more that's more people in the future saw that photo and like yeah. what is this dude with a backpack and sunglasses and whatever that looks very modern doing this very old photo well know? i think some of those with those photos are hard to because it's they're so grainy to where you can't blow them blow them up to really look close because if yeah. you could get it do what we do with pictures now we might be able to determine yeah. that that stuff oh it's nothing it just because it's an old photo with low resolution we can't tell there was i forget what it was maybe it was a movie but it was also kind of a glitch in the matrix situation or or time slip or time travel there was a scene in a movie where one of the extras was actually talking on what looked to be a cell phone years before cell phones were a real thing. And so 
I mean, there's a lot of what I'm saying, I guess, is there's a lot of stories out there of time slips or time travel or anything like that. So when I hear that particular story, I think more of just overlapping timelines or or dimensions or something that kind of briefly, for whatever reason, crossed over. There's all kinds of different stories through like histories and myths about powerful places. Maybe you're just in a place that has some kind of power and energy vortexes like we talked about in uh, the Alaska Triangle and stuff. Yeah, that could be. If you're talking about this kind of stuff, that's where you could actually maybe see what outside of the simulation for for a moment, yeah, or slip into a different simulation or time stream if that stuff ex- existed. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, Heather? How do, how do you, where do you land on that story? I mean, I'm going towards it had to be a glitch because I'm kind of with you. How can you with her saying her hair and the outfit? I mean, I I know it's different when you say like I thought I saw my cat run by. You know, we can see like a dark shadowy thing go by. But when you're thinking you're right a few steps behind your cousin. Yeah, it's a little harder to be like, "Mm." like unless if if you did want to go spiritual route, um, like mimics or trickster ghosts or like poltergeist type shit. Yeah. Like that's the only thing that I could do like paranormal wise. What if it's children don't have the same constraints that we develop as we grow up? You know, they have that active imagination. So because they don't have all these constraints that society puts on them. Maybe they were just off in their mind doing stuff upstairs or imagining something, but because they're children and the way their brains work that in ways that we don't understand mm-hmm. and without the constraints, maybe they projected themselves yeah. up there somehow, just astral projection, something yeah. like that. And another person that's close to that person or just in the right mindset at that time could catch that energy. Yeah. That would be interesting because, I mean, it explains the same thing. That time China thought she saw me driving home and I waved at her. Uh, she's like, did you come back to the house? I'm like, no. Yep. I remember you saying that one. Yeah. Like- That's the only weird. I mean, I guess so I guess China now has an alien, a UFO sighting and a glitch in the Matrix. And yet she still doesn't believe. It's like doppelgangers when you see mm-hmm. people, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's just a glitch. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. someone that looks just like you walking around. It was a different self, different timeline. Or maybe you. we're NPCs and we're just scattered all over the world. Right. <laughs> it's an like NPC, non non playable character. Oh, okay. so we're just background in the, in the simulation doing dumb shit. Oh, yeah. I saw myself. Yeah, all the Instagram famous people are actually running the world, and we're yeah. just like in the background. Every yeah. once in a while, they pluck us out and give us a job, make us feel special. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a very interesting story, and I and it's a yeah. it's a great one to start on because there's nothing like super out of the norm. It's not creepy by any means. No, it's just, just a normal like like nothing scary happened. No no paranormal, no spirits, nothing. Just saw my cousin run past. Who hasn't had an instance like that when they were a kid though? Never with a person. Like yeah. I said, I had the dog. You know, I uh, we had a black cocker spaniel growing up, and I remember after she we had passed, sometimes I swear like walk by the couch that she was still laying up on the back, and then it'd be like a hoodie. But it's like your mind. It was just yeah, so used to that, just you know. Pieces it. Yeah. It fills in the blanket for yeah. you. It's an autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, when I was a little kid, I don't know how old I was, probably five or less. I was in, it was at night. My parents had put me to sleep and I was jumping around on the bed with my friend. And my mom heard it and she opened up the door. And when she opened up the door, my friend was gone. And she was like, What are you doing? I'm, I'm playing with funny thing is this friend's name was Scott. And I, I like put my hand over to show her. And Scott wasn't there. He'd never been at my house that night. You remember this? Yeah. You remember him being there? And then you remember him not being there? I remember us both hopping on the bed. And then when that door opened and the light came on, he was gone. Christian, I I mean, (laughs) look, 
I get being skeptical about shit, right? I get being but a skeptic. But that's a weird experience. But and for, how do you yeah. explain that? So what is your theory on that? There are two things it could be. My friend Scott was somehow there. Yeah. Or my brain was just like half asleep or I was imagining it. Did or, you ever ask Scott if if he came over the night before? Well, he didn't because we were so little, he would have had to have his parents mm. bring him over. Okay, so you're young enough to... Yeah, man, that's interesting. For someone that has... A zero belief in a lot of crazy spiritual paranormal stuff. You sure do have a lot of paranormal experiences in, in your arsenal there, man. It could be a rational, non-paranormal experience. It could have just been my mind imagining that I was... No, I don't think so. Or it could have been really a lot worse. It could have been an evil spirit hanging out with me trying to possess my soul. Maybe they Just did kidding on that part. For but, this moment. You know, yeah. it, it was just an interesting thing that I vividly remember. And I always remembered that one because it was just strange. That 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 almost like, was he over at your house earlier that day or like recently? I, I don't remember at this point. Yeah. I just remember that that was a weird night where I was jumping around in the bed playing with my friend, which I wouldn't have done after I went to bed anyway. Yeah. So whatever was in that room or whatever I imagined in that room convinced me. Ooh, that, when, the way you worded it, it sounds creepy now. Yeah, whatever <laughs> like, was in there. <laughs> like it, at first it was like, oh, it's cool. You're playing with your friend. But whatever was in that room. Well, it was definitely, but it was, it's, it was a completely pleasant experience. We were yeah. having fun hopping around on the bed like kids would do at that age. Yeah. In a dark room. Yeah, you see, I mean, dude, you just need to write down all of your stories because you've told me like one, and I, you're like, oh, I saw the devil pop out of the floor when I was a young child, but it was nothing. Well, it might and, have been yeah. nothing. You're like, oh, I was just hallucinating. Yeah. But see, that's, and that's why I try to tell people like, how you, how old were you at that point? With the devil? And I apologize, oh. this is absolutely going to be a tangent. Okay. So so please, how old were you? I, I Probably around five. Okay. So to visual and you saw like a 3D visual of this thing, right? Like with the motions and everything like that. Wait, like, which thing are we talking about? The, now? Devil. The, devil. the devil. The devil. The devil popping out of the floor. It looked like the floor had opened up and like flames or yeah, but it was bright lights were coming out, and my imagination was it was the devil. Yeah. But what I thought it was could have just been basically my mom complaining about some weird religious stuff at the time, or I accidentally caught a yeah. movie that. I shouldn't have watched at that age. Yeah. I just like for me to believe someone is having a full on hallucination because I was actually talking about this last night. I had a roommate in California that had schizophrenia, but he would visualize things like he'd actually see it. And we were, we were walking. I'd ask him back. So you see stuff like all the time. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, as a matter of fact, uh, on that wall, we just passed were giant eyeballs watching us as we walked. And I was like, and you didn't freak out and tell me about that. Maybe anything like that. My my question is, if you have something like this for your entire life, where is your brain drawing that those visual images to tell like what's you what's real and what's yeah, not? To tell you how this is this is how this thing would look at this perspective, and this is how it would look if it was taller than you, looking down at you. That's a lot of three D modeling that a young mind should not be able to comprehend and not be able to put together if they haven't seen it in that exact way. But maybe I remember it now differently than what it really happened. So you're saying your memory over time is up, updated with your visual? It could have. Yeah. And we've seen that happen many times. And well, also humans. with schizophrenia, isn't it usually you're more towards an adult when you're diagnosed? Yeah, it's I schizophrenia know it's more teen, is more. So it's not like you're a kid he, growing up. He with told it me when he was when he was a child, there was a a memory that he has that he got off the bus, and I think he was probably kindergarten, first grade. He got off the bus and he was leaving, heading home. And he said that a Tyrannosaurus Rex followed him the entire way home. 
And I was like, oh, like a little. And he's like, no, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Every few feet I'd walk and it, and I'd turn around and it was still there. And it would get closer and closer. And I'm like, so how does his mind know what a Tyrannosaurus Rex, the scale of that would be? Or how it would look like visually from this straight on perspective? Because most kids, they have the side, they play with dinosaurs and stuff. But how would your mind put that in the scale it's supposed to be? And how it's visualized 100%, I, you know? I think because... Even as a young kid, you're going to see the world and you're going to see a lot of things that don't necessarily go into your memory, but yeah. go into your subconscious mm. because your subconscious is constantly trying to work out the world around you to yeah. keep you alive. You may not, you may get the scale of a Tyrannosaurus Rex that obviously wasn't there in this case. Mm. Was that an imagination that that child just built to scale? And then as it was explained at the time, with a limited grasp on um, vocabulary, mm. it's going to be a different story to that mind than later on when you're an adult and you can kind of look back at it and figure out what you really saw and make it a little bit more rational. Yeah. Because like that little devil thing was scary at the time, but the next day I just went back to sleep and didn't really worry about it. It didn't scare me. It happened it, again? No. Like, oh, I just, it just oh, didn't just, keep like, me awake. about it. You, it didn't keep me awake. And any weird little thing in my life yeah. that's happened, I'm like, okay, well, that's just part of the world we live in. It, it's either really there or it's in my mind. Man, that must be nice. Everything I saw, I was terrified for like a week afterwards. I'm like, oh, shit, it's bedtime. I got to go to bed. Yeah, interesting. So anyway, yeah, tangent over. But either way, um, that's just something that I was thinking about yesterday because I was actually talking about this again yesterday. Can you believe it? China, China enjoys our conversations about the weird very much. <laughs> just kidding. Um, One supportive wife. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Tangent number two, this will be 30 seconds. China told me yesterday that now that we don't have a TV in the in the bedroom, she's she has to start listening to podcasts. And so we did it. We converted her. She's listening to podcasts now. She even said she might check ours out sometime. I, I just yeah. my <laughs> yeah. some of my employees went on a tangent Thursday. Yeah. When they somehow the podcast got brought up and a couple of them were like, I can't listen to it. It's just too much Christian. It's like I hear his voice all day and then really? I hear his voice on my podcast. Oh. And then somebody out that like the safety manager that yeah. I get, she came into the meeting just because she was bored on Thanksgiving. And then she decided that that was a good Thanksgiving tradition. It was to, uh, roast Christian. Oh, that's because I had like they were all like and they were joking. Yeah. At least most of them were like, yeah, we he tells most us what to do all day. Now he's going to tell us about this podcast and yeah. we're going to listen to it. And they all listen to it, though. So. It's mind control. He's reading the books, everyone. Don't believe him. Right. Well, I do my husband actually got back into podcasting, listening to him because because of us. So I'm like, you're not going to listen? And I always ask him, like, are tangents too boring? Like, are you? And he's like, no, I find them funny. Like, they're the, they he's are, like, I started, yeah. yeah check they're highly on. acclaimed as the best in the business yeah. by my mom. But yeah. yeah, I've heard they like tangent. People like to hear to hear that normal tangents and just like the weird And my brain's always like squirrel. Have. And I'm like, what? You know? Off and then yeah. So sorry, everyone. I said that was a thirty-second tangent, and wouldn't you believe it? Christian took it over and turned it into three minutes. You know, I've heard <sighs> from people that sometimes I take over conversations. Now China tells me I do the same. I just did it to you right now. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? And Heather's and we like, we all know I can. Yeah. Yeah. So it's three. It's, it's I'm the three only one that invites friends over hijackers. for a fire, and I don't stop talking the whole time. No, you yeah. you weren't nearly as bad as you think you were. So yeah, it's three conversation hijackers in a podcast studio. What could possibly ever go wrong? How are we ever going to stay on topic? We won't. Never. 
And that's Those the are the fun. best podcasts. They are. I love they just the label. Naturally, yeah. go where they go, and I spew out some weird philosophical. Yeah. Philosoph- I can't even talk. Philosophy. Philosophical. Yeah, philosophical. You did it. Tangent that I did earlier. Yeah. If it works, it works. We're, you know, like I said, we're handing out life lessons here. What better way? We to- trip up in <laughs> stories. We're normal. We have, yeah. Yeah. So, insanely noisy coats on. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, this is us. No. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Christian, you have a story to read as well. So we should yes. probably get into that. The title is story number two. Yeah. I really went all out with this one. From against with an, an actual underscore and a last and, and a word underscore. So against underscore underscore. I, I got a kick out of it as well. Good job against underscores. Narrated by Christian. That part we could have figured out, but yep. Okay. About a year ago, I was leaving work and noticed that I was low on gas. I live in a big city. This is important. So there are gas stations at every corner. I decided to cruise around until I find one. So a minute or two later, I see one that looks like a normal gas station. I get gas and decide to go get something. I think it was a car air freshener. I don't remember. I don't remember. I was like, what is IDR? Is this the new (laughs) one I got to learn? These are from the internet. (laughs) This is where it gets weird. The front of the store looks like a regular gas station, except the people inside. The clerks and the customers are wearing things like they're in a Midwestern movie. They're nice enough to me. Then I move to to the back of the store. There are cages with small animals, rabbits, baby chicks, a baby goat, mostly chickens and chicks. I love animals, so I'm oogling them. And and eventually the strange dressed clerk comes up to me (laughs) and asks if I want to buy some animals for my farm. No, there are no farms within the limits of my city. I say no and ask him if I can hold a chick. He cheerfully tells me it's time to clean their cages anyway and asks me to extend my crossed arms and starts piling 20 baby chicks on me. He wipes down the cage, puts them back one by one. No chicks are harmed during this glitch. Underscore doesn't want you to stress. Stay away, PETA. You got it? Yeah. I'm a little weirded out, but happy that I got to hold the chicks. So I, I pay with cash and leave the seemingly small gas station. The next day, I tell my co-workers about it, and they say there's no such place nearby. We go as far as searching Google and Google Maps, and it shows no results by description in a vacant lot where the gas station was. After work, I drive that direction and see no such gas station, just the empty lot. I describe the place to my friends on Facebook, and they tell me there are stores like that in the outskirts of the city, 60 or so miles away from my work, where they sell animals, but not the gas stations. To this day, I don't know what happened, Did I end up in an alternate reality or a different time and place? I wish I took some pictures, but my hands were full of baby chickens. What a weird glitch. Yes. What a weird glitch indeed. That is a weird glitch to have in your brain. Yeah. Because that didn't happen. In your brain? Yeah. Because there's no, there's no, you can't just walk into a gas station from like the 1800s. Yeah. Well, apparently you can't. And then hold a bunch of chickens in, in a place with Midwestern clothing. Yeah. What would be your explanation? Time slip. But that's too simple. There has to I be know, some exactly. facts with it. It is too simple. But look, I've. Do, you, do you, either of you listen to Spooked? I have before. Listen to yeah, I've listened to one. There is an episode of Spooked where the person telling the story goes to a diner, and I think they're with their maybe it's husband or wife, and they go to this diner. They walk inside. It's kind of like a little dive bar, like cool retro looking, you know, pool hall pretty much. And they're hanging out in there, and everything seems normal. And it's been a while. But the, essentially, this is what happens. They go into this diner. Everything seems normal. They start playing pool. They get some drinks, whatever. They notice a painting on the wall of the diner. And they walk up to this painting. And they look at the painting. And it's a painting of the diner that they're currently at. And in the windows of the painting, 
there's two people and they look around and everyone, they turn around and everyone is staring at them. And so it turns into like this horror story where they're like, whoa, what just happened? And they realize that they are in fact the two people that are standing in the window in the painting. It's them. And the next day, like they got out of there and the next day they tried coming back and the bar was closed. It's never been open. It hasn't been open in like a decade or so. So like, what is that other than a time slip or like, like what, what else could that possibly be that two people? An episode of the Twilight Zone. Right? It kind of sounds like that, right? Like, when I heard that, I'm like, there's no way that happened. Maybe it did. This older married couple seems to believe it definitely happened. Well, remember that, uh, I know you, you've you seen it, the Unsolved Mysteries with the UFO. Mm-hmm. And that was the same thing. Like, everyone on that day felt like it was a glitch in yeah. time. Yeah. Because multiple, not- I mean, there was a whole town. I mean, multiple accounts on that one. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, you know, we just. Yeah. And I, I think I mentioned it a while ago about the, and this was someone using rando knots. The kid went down the street and everyone was outside and just staring at him as he passed by. And then he went back and told his dad about this weird ass street where everyone was on there like outside just staring at him as he went by and they couldn't find the street. And it was only a couple streets over. Kid was on his bike and dad was like, what? And they went out and tried finding it. Couldn't find it. Kid like went down this weird twilight loophole on down a street that for whatever reason, Things were out of place. You guys, I, I think that that's a common story you hear mm. when with kids is something strange like that happens and you can't figure it out. Now, was the kid just oblivious like kids are sometimes yeah. or were they really able to see something that the rest of us don't see? Yeah. I mean, people talk about like what the, the pineal gland or the, the pineal pineal. Yeah. And how like the older you get, the more foggy it gets or whatever. Like you have to spiritually cleanse your. Yeah. So, I mean, if, and if that's a possibility, if that's like your third eye and there are things you can do to clear your third eye, maybe that's as a kid, you experience these things because you're not like muddied down by the, the weight of the world until older. The weight of the world or the poisons that we ingest all the time. To Constantly. Feed us. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like there's there's a few different possibilities for that one. But either way, I've heard stories with the exact same background, just different elements, you know? Or the template for the hero's myth is still there. And it's because it's how the simulation or the matrix was built that we all live in. On some level, whether it's an actual simulated place we live in or a matrix, it really is still the matrix. We've made it a matrix. I just think it's weird. Like some of these longer ones where people walk inside and they hang out for a bit. Like, what are you like? If this is all in your head, what are you really doing in those moments? Are you just standing up against the wall, like just static for 30 minutes and then you snap out of it and you're like, oh, walk away? Or like, like what is your physical body? Or is it like in a dream brains? state? Like, yeah. When you completely dream this whole thing and it felt so real? Yeah. But it's what if it's your leftover memories from a future episode of our podcast when we talk about MK Ultra and these people were just mm-hmm. parts of the government experiment and it could have been their their brains or their minds don't really understand what they were yeah. part of so they've come up with something weird as their coping mechanism or their memory or maybe they really did go through it but it was an experiment yeah. at the time but but so you're you, with this story you're leaning more towards this man imagined the entire thing no it's a it's a really strange story that could be imagined hmm. if it's not completely made up yeah but sometimes i think when we talk about this stuff it's like people purposely see weird things and it could just be their inter- interpretation of what's going on based on their mindset yeah you know or whatever their memories are different so you can't really grasp them later on. You can't reorganize it to an actual moment because you brought all kinds of other beliefs and uh, ways of thinking into it. 
So you've kind of formed your own story. Yeah. Or it could have just happened. That is also possible. With this subject that we're talking about, if that is a true thing, these type of things can happen all the time. You think like maybe portals. There's like, you look at Skinwalker Ranch, I know we're kind of looking into a lot of people witness portals opening, closing. Like what if this guy was walking into a gas station right at the moment that a, a portal was closing? Someone like that snapped in that, like, and walked right back out. You know, like like we don't we don't fully understand energy. Or the way his pineal gland was functioning at the time, he was able to see yeah. the reality right next to his reality and just stepped into that really quick. Could have been. I just yeah. made that up, but well, yeah, we can it use sounded that like later. it. But yeah. <laughs> well, the other, like the only other th- I was like, well, maybe he just drove and he went to one of those actual part. Like he just drove farther than he's. Yeah. remember that night you, you know? ever driven they and, said and there realized was, there you were, were kinda... those kind of places farther yeah. i mean not they said not like a gas station but i don't know maybe he just 60 miles, it was more like know. a rest stop and he was in a daze like yeah maybe he hypnotized himself out. when he drove because sometimes, I, mean, sometimes just... I know i get i'll pass my own road just yeah oh, in a daze yeah. you know yeah there's an entire trip from california to vegas like driving back home that I do not remember. I, I was to, driving. I know. Yeah. I was saying, do you I ever have those moments yeah. where you're like, it's that just, is terrifying. Yeah. What was I, came I doing? I to like three quarters of the way to Vegas. I'm yeah. Like, it's like when you're really, it's a familiar drive too. Yeah. So it's yeah. just really simple yeah. to go exactly. into that other Old place. Old country road. It said kind of outskirts of town. Maybe yeah. a good song Take was on, home. That you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> zoned out. I don't know. Keanu Reeves and John Denver in the same episode. Yeah. There, there yeah. you go. Yep. So country so, roads might take you home or they might yeah. take you to a, a weird gas station with yeah. chickens. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if I got into a gas station and got to just randomly hold baby chicks, wouldn't be the worst part of my night. I know. It'd be actually one of the best. Yeah. So. I don't like baby chickens. Babies I can tolerate. Everywhere. It's the big ones that freak me out once yeah. they start flapping their wings. and Look away from them. Feathered dinosaurs. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. We should feel sympathy for them, seeing what they've become. Get out of here, you monsters. Yeah. Shows us what we could become. Something really ridiculous. Mm, I've seen what we can become, and it's not great. Yeah, but what if we not only become that, but then we have the shape of some weird, wimpy animal that took away all our former glory. We went from a dinosaur to a chicken. I mean, stranger things have happened, right? In which part of the simulation theory did it happen, though? Uh, probably in the before the simulation period, I would imagine. But then wouldn't you really simulate it over and over again so you would be smarter? Like, our future, our grandchildren are simulating our world to see why we live the way we live right now. Well, Here, class, let's, let's uh, research COVID. Yeah. Everybody... <laughs> Spit in this bo- in this bottle so we can see what all, yeah. through your DNA what all your ancestors did, and we'll simulate it so yeah. we can watch it live. That'd be weird. Yeah. You're just walking, living your life, and everything just goes black. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, presentation over. Yeah. <laughs> back to the yeah, back in the box. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. 2020. It's not a time anyone's going to want to go back in on. Like, yeah. oh, nope, skip this year. Hilarious. Actually, it's probably one of the most interesting years for people that don't have to live through it. They yeah. just come True. be like, let's check out that weird shit that was going on. Yeah. You know those experiments people we were doing on the humans for and... thousands of years? We finally got them all to come together in one year. Yeah. And for 50 trillion cubits, you can watch what the humans of 2020 did. Did you save your scary story for last? Uh, I don't. I don't remember if it's scary. Actually, everybody, get ready for you did it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Great. Yeah, this is from user xx fluffy, fluffy, narrated by Scott. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna start this with something I witnessed a few months ago. It was around 5 a.m. and I'm driving with my friend. We were drinking earlier, but it had worn off. 
I see this lady walking in the neighborhood, and I told my friend, why is this lady just walking around so late? A little judgy, but it was already kind of weird, so I thought maybe she was just going on a walk super early. I get to the stop sign, and she's crossing the street in front of me. Then all of a sudden, it looked like she was just walking in circles at lightning speed, and it just looked like a blur. Almost like she was warping around into different dimensions and shit. This guy definitely smokes weed. Yeah. I got goosebumps and my whole body went cold. And my friend and I reacted at the exact same time. So at that point, I knew I wasn't just seeing shit. Actually, this guy kind of talks the way I, I talk. So this is perfect. <laughs> I'm always like, y'all see this shit? I'm not exactly the classiest of gentlemen. I was about to say, it's hard parenting and trying. Not oh, yeah. To be oh, like, y'all see this? Of my kids. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. So as this was happening, I'm trying to wrap my head around what's going on and it seemed like I just couldn't access that part of my mind. It literally felt like someone was trying to remove that from my mind while I'm seeing it. We didn't take any acid so we weren't tripping. We're tripping. It felt like it was three seconds long but then looking back it felt like we were at that stop sign for a few minutes and I never really get scared. But me and my friend were seriously so scared we couldn't even process what was going on. So then I pull up next to her to see what the fuck that lady was. Classic, great move, most people drive away. And I'm going like 25 miles an hour in my car driving next to her and she was basically walking at the same speed as me, literally a walking motion as if she had been moving like two miles an hour, but was at the same speed as me. So I hit the gas to get past her because before that, I couldn't see her face when I was driving next to her. But I couldn't see her face when I got past her. It was like my brain wouldn't let me see. And she was looking straight ahead, so it didn't make sense. That whole night, we were freaked out. And every time we talked about it, I would get goosebumps and would feel like someone was trying to pull that memory out of my head. We talked about what happened about two months later. And I started getting goosebumps again. My whole body went numb. My friend and I experienced it exactly the same way. We both saw the same thing, and we just can't wrap our heads around it. The end. I'm going to go on Christian's tangent here and think that they were on something. Not, I mean, because the reference of we weren't on acid made yeah. it sound like, you know, a they typical. Were yeah. They, yeah, they were high. And I mean, yeah, it definitely wasn't I've acid. had times with friends when you're younger where you spook yourself and then you kind of vibe off each other and get that energy. And so, you know, maybe they were just young We've, kids baked out of their skulls. Yeah. And yeah. In Alaska and a moose and, started walk, running around them and then they drove off and the moose, you know, moose run past. Yeah. And they just like were so high they thought it was a lady. I don't think I they're in Alaska. That freaked out one I know. But I'm just <laughs> kept coming to the house. We had a house party and she got really high and she was – freaking out the cops are out there the cops are out there and they were christmas lights <laughs> every time she went by wow. she thought that they were gun. police lights out there and uh, that we were getting busted so and i, I mean, mean she was truly terrified many years ago i think i was like 19 and i did acid with my cousin and his friend and i thought the cops were chasing us and it was street lights and but i was panicked yeah i was and i was convinced that we were getting arrested and my cousin's friends who were sitting in the front seat of the car had done something wrong. Yeah. It's like, do you guys ever just drive by a cop and then you get really worried about your speed and all of a sudden? Do I ever? Every <laughs> single time. I'm like, oh shit, 10 and 2. Here we go. Let's, yeah. Well, I've got the tint on my mm, windows. So now I'm always up. like, this is the time I get pulled over for my tint. Mm. Like it's going to happen. You, you got pulled over and you received a ticket and then you got home and you're like, I just got a ticket. But there was no ticket. 
You're like, I don't that know would what be happened. a good glitch. Yeah. That but it would bother one. you because then you'd be like, now I got to worry about what, did I really get a ticket? Actually, and am I going to have to pay it? Am I going to get arrested when I don't show up in court? Yeah. But it was just probably. a glitch. I, I do. I did have a, a glitch once. I, I remembered it right now. And it's something very minor. So it's not something that's like right in the Rolodex when you need it. But I remember once I went to an ATM and I pulled out a hundred bucks. And as I was standing at that ATM, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they like shot out an extra 20? And it shot out an extra 20. It was six. I had six. I sat there in front of the ATM. I counted them one, two, three, four, five, six. I got home. There was only five. There's six. I was there. I was the one counting. There was six. Were you high? No. I was like, <laughs> I was working at McDonald's that time. I was like 16, 17. Uh, that's- so what is that? Is that my mind creating the 20 bucks? Or is that like a life lesson from the man upstairs where it's like, aha, greed? Maybe it was a, <laughs> a, just a, a strange memory, a way of you remember like, oh, I wish it would shoot out an extra yeah. 20. And then later on when you remembered it, you're like, it did shoot out a 20. Yeah. Well, the thing that happened- Many people have gone to jail for the, yeah. their memories screwing up like that i i literally went home and went to tell my mom like mom you're not gonna believe this i was at the atm and it shot out an extra 20 and then when i went to show the extra 20 wouldn't you believe it it just wasn't there you're on drugs scott so yeah very minor glitch but i've i've experienced something so there's that you said your parents are fans of this right my mom i don't know she i think she's been listening to episode one for like two months now so i don't know maybe she's caught up but I told my dad, I was like, you don't, if you don't want to see how weird your son's mind is, just don't tune in. <laughs> don't listen. That's my parents like, too. I'm like, don't, yeah. don't. I'm like, don't do this, it. these are just things that's fun like, to talk support about. You, you and I'm like, like just yeah. don't, don't. Like, I don't want them to I think can't. I'm insane or anything. Yeah. Go back, hey, what's up, mom, dad? They're like, we need to get you committed. You know what? Ha- you know what happens when you're a skeptical, rational, scientific person? You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Actually, you do more so. Says so. the guy that's buying tarot cards, Ouija boards over <laughs> yeah. here. Are no paid. Ouija boards because those are definitely fake. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, because you guys are afraid, I will do the experiments and show you that there's nothing In to it. In the comfort of your own home. No, actually, yes. I was told that if anything weird sh- showed up, I was going to have to live with you guys. But then she'd be alone with it. I, I could <laughs> yeah. understand by the way she was saying it. Yeah. She didn't understand that. It would be too late by then. Yeah. And you were like, don't worry. This is all fake. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's how every horror movie starts. So now the horror movie begins, Christian. Pick out the tarot cards. Yeah. I'll bring them next time. Well, don't bring them next yeah, time. Yeah. You're supposed to leave it on your premises. <laughs> yeah. Tell us it about stays your recordings. with you. But th- if I bring it over here, I can get some of your weird demons. Are you going to video this so we can see it too? So you can be like, Well, once they're like, hey, this guy's got tarot cards. Let's hang out with him. I have solved your problems. We need documentation. Well, that's the thing. See, I don't feel anything in this house, which is fantastic because it's from the 80s. And I'm like, surely someone slipped or died here at some point. The 80s had no spirituality in it. Just a lot of rollerblading. Yeah, and a satanic panic. But that's about it. We could rollerblade down your new hall. That's true. Stairs might be an issue, but... Jump steps. in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick the landing there. We will get videos if that happens. Cra- crash into the glass Put doors. it up Absolutely. on social media. Yeah. And you'll see Scott's impressed. first broken bone. Yeah. No. Ah, maybe, yeah, maybe it comes around. You don't have to go to work. That's true. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Your employers would love that. I can't come to work. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, this is great. Rollerblading yeah. incident. <laughs> we lost an employee to a ridiculous stunt. Again. If you can even call it a stunt, right? What did you do? You jumped off two steps with your rollerblades? Mm-hmm. 
not really uh i feel like i fall once i just stand up doing i'm just gonna straight up like a hoverboards have you guys seen the new hoverboards they have do they actually float no oh they just just like powered wheels you stand on oh yeah like you lean forward backward but like i feel like i get on a set of that and just biff it well you gotta wear a helmet i'm not afraid of rollerblading that's not yeah i I can rollerblade like Pretty well. Well, you guys are hockey players too and can <laughs> yes. skate. And I, yeah, two left feet. So, that does help. Yeah. You know, there you yeah. go. So, okay. So, n- none of you guys believe, pulling it all back, none of, you, none of you guys believe that these two gentlemen witnessed a old lady or a lady walking down the street spinning like glitching out like when and you play video games right do you play video games mm, like mario okay, so maybe, go, like old school super like mario. you look at like stuff like grand theft auto or whatever like if you hit or even some first person shooters you know you walk and you hit the the wall at a different at a certain angle then your character just kind of like sits there and like twitches out and like spins or does mm-hmm. it's all coding you know so and that's when when i heard that story i read that story i was like that seems Pretty similar to what you see with like NPCs and video games and all that stuff. I've had it happen even in my hockey game. Yeah. Um, not my video game hockey game. A Are real life hockey game? Yeah. You saw this happen? No, no. Video oh, game. I was like, wait oh, a second. Wait, I was what? like, I'm like, damn it. Stop. See, Scott just, <laughs> yeah. Scott just had a glitch. Yeah. And he thought I said something completely different. Or you said or, something and you're, yeah. Or I thought I said something completely different and only the listeners will be able to figure it out. Yeah, you're welcome. Easter and it, and that might be different for each listener, depending on which part of the matrix they're in. It do be like that. What if they're in the early simulation from like the '60s still, and they still think that they're angry ab- about hippies and long hair? Maybe they are. But then we accidentally we keep walking into their their simulation, and they're like, "What's with these women driving cars and having jobs yeah. or something?" We could be. We could go down any path. And what's that music? It's like the devil's music. Classic. And that, you know, and what's what are the why is he holding that thing next to his face, talking on it like he's in Star Trek? Yeah. See, I just supported your picture from earlier with that theory. There you go. And so I don't know. Those are those, like there's another one, but it's kind of under one of the explanations. So we'll get to that in a sec. Some things I'm skeptical about. The, the whole point of this show is that both sides are entirely possible. Right. Yep. That's it. Yep. Yeah. So I forget where we left off. Oh yeah. No, I don't. Explanations. Yeah, so, and again, these are more or less guidelines or just kind of sample examples, sample examples, examples for what I, just while I was researching what I thought maybe these things could possibly be, like related to or what could tie everything back together. So if you have an idea, like don't think that we just have to go over what I wrote down. Like if you have an idea for what these could possibly be, like say it, you know, these aren't part of a script or anything like that. You literally, yeah. Yeah, it's more or less talking points. This the first explanation. I wrote a bunch of stuff down just to give you guys an idea of what the the idea is behind this. Um, so we don't even have to read the descriptions or anything of the explanations. It's more or less just me. It's talking points and talking point number one is CERN. And you know, but just regarding like the all the the particle physics and shit like that that they do over there and the experiments that have lined up with stuff that has like or it's it fits in the timeline of when things start going crazy and all the stuff they do like they, they talk about opening mini black holes during some of these experiments. They talk about doing all this stuff that Who's I don't know. Who's who's the they that's talking CERN. about? That's, CERN, that's CERN has said that they like well these molecules or whatever it is that this thing actually runs on this large hydro hydrocolide or whatever it is that when they impact or when they're building up to that impact like a small black hole could open up in the facility and then there's people like you know what Stephen Hawking who who says the discovery of the the God particle or the Hogg's boson is 
possibly the de- destruction of the universe. The Higgs boson. Yeah, Higgs boson. You said you said, you said hogs boson. Like, Hog, the hogs boson. Hogs bottom over there. Did I say hogs boson? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah hogs I didn't say Higgs. Oh man, I knew I might have got the last one wrong, but I thought for sure I got the first. That's maybe I should read. <laughs> maybe I should just read it. The hogs boson. Yeah. Well, it works as well. I think the CERN thing is always fun because. They're pushing the limits of science. Yeah. And while it may like open up a black hole or a mini one, that's not necessarily bad. But it could go horribly wrong. And what I'm saying is maybe maybe they don't even know that these things happen. But what if these experiments alone, just doing them is something that we're not supposed to be doing. And maybe it, they rip something in time space or they're the causes of these, let's say, overlaps. Maybe something in timelines or dimensions. Maybe progress is supposed to happen. And this will get us past this caveman mentality where we have, where no. our, our whole thing is to accumulate money and power and kill fellow human beings. Maybe with science, we can move beyond that yeah. and we can figure out a way to actually travel in space with some of the science that they do, especially in a place like this, to where when we de- finish destroying this planet, we still have somewhere to go. Like Elon Musk says, we need to be yeah. able to go somewhere yeah so but okay so you think the fact that we need progress is worth the lives of everyone in the known universe you I think don't... if something goes horribly wrong and like they rip the entire you know rip us into a new dimension or something like that and things get so messed up we can never go back that's better it's we're already at that point we can already destroy every human on earth with yeah. nuclear weapons so we're past worrying about those kind of things yeah and but that's just I earth think Anything with CERN is made out by a lot of people to be this evil thing. Yeah. And it's it's not as dangerous as it's made to sound by. Like, if you can open up a mini black hole, uh-huh. you might find a way to power the world cheaper without destroying the environment. If you can learn to harness the power that's produced by what CERN does. I mean, I that know. is, if we could figure out ways to create this power whether it, yeah. and put it into some kind of, you know, ship or into a, some kind of reactor where we hold it and no longer have to use fossil fuels or, yeah. you know, things that pollute the environment. It's, I think that they, it just sounds scarier, scarier than what it is or else they wouldn't have it. So you they, don't think there's anything wrong with CERN? You think CERN is just normal? It's that's good. I think it's an amazing piece of technology it, that it might help us yes. in the future in yeah. ways we're not quite sure about yet, but the science... And the experiments they do there could have a lot of really good effects on the world. Speaking of the experiments they do there, have either of you seen the video of the ritual performed outside of CERN's facility? Who did the ritual? CERN employees. That would be cool. No, I haven't. What, really? was, what did it have it's, to do it's with? It's like, a, I forget, what. It, what's the, um, the Indian god? Shiva. Shiva. Yes. That would be a goddess. Goddess. You're right. Shiva. So there's like a statue of Shiva outside one of their courtyards, right? And there is video that was spread around a few years ago of a shot from the window of the building looking down to the courtyard where that statue is. And these people are doing this weird, looks like human sacrifice ritual in front of this statue. If I remember correctly, CERN didn't even deny it. They just said, oh, some employees of ours were playing a prank or something along those lines. And it's been a while since I've actually looked into that. But the fact that that there's a video of that in front of a statue and you're like, wait, is this real or is this all staged? Like some people swear up and down like it's definitely staged. But the fact that it definitely takes place at CERN's facility in front of their statue of Shiva. 
I think sometimes we make all the other rituals that aren't Christian to be evil, and they're just a ritual. And some of them are ancient. And there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. A ritual basically gets you into a certain headspace. Yeah. No matter what it is, it's not an evil thing. Like when you go to the, uh, where they burn the owl, Bohemian Grove. Yes, yes. It's just a ritual. It is a ritual, but it's it's also, when you see people that are like leaders of the free world and the world in general, you kind of, uh, you're like, "Mm, should these people be doing this? It just kind of reminds you that rituals are an ancient power grouping that come, and every ritual is connected to the ones before it. Yeah. And we put way too much meaning on it. So if they did that at CERN, you know, it could have been a joke or it could have been to harness a certain power that would lead them to be more successful and i think in an upcoming episode when we talk about jack parsons Uh you'll see he did a ritual before he launched every one of his rockets and it's one that in the years since then people have made kind of an evil thing and it's just a ritual though it wasn't i'm going to bring about satan yeah you know these certain people weren't trying to bring about satan to become successful it's just a ritual that humans like ritual so yeah. we will always have one. We have a certain ritual when we get up in the morning to leave our house to go to work. True. If that's messed up, yeah, that affects our whole day. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying any rituals are evil. By I mean, unless like the CERN video was like sacrificial and. But they nature. didn't sacrifice anybody, so it's not well, evil. The, the intent. Well, and actually, I don't even remember the the full video, but I know there was a woman in white that got put up on an altar. And I think, but that's a normal part of the ritual, and it's not. It ends with murder, is what I'm saying. Is what the no in actual ritual, like an actual sacrificial ritual, ends with murder. So that is definitely not a good thing. It doesn't always, though. No, it doesn't always if you're acting it out. But in general, like when these rituals were performed, sacrifice meant I'm going to murder this thing so that this god is appeased. But that if it's a ritual, it's not murder. It's, it is. If it's a sacrifice, it's, it's not murder. It's especially well, okay. back in those early days. Yeah, that he, was part yeah. of. Okay, you're, this that's semantics, is what I'm saying. It's evil. You're killing someone for something that you don't believe exists. Somebody decided to kill somebody. Yeah, but they didn't necessarily have to. It's evil. There's light and dark, and whether you want to make it spiritual or not. It's evil. It's morals. It's morality. And I know that's philosophical, but... Morals change. Exactly. So, yeah, who's to say what morals are? I get it. To everyone, to the majority of us, let's say, even the 99.999% of people that see someone get murdered, they're not going to be like, oh, excellent. They're going to be like, that was pretty evil. Yeah. I've never seen a ritual where somebody got murdered. Well, it's... I don't think they, like, Facebook Live it or anything like that. I think it's I don't think it happens very often. And those people are crazy that do that. Because that's not... That is not what is needed. Well, it's like cults. Yeah, there's stories of rituals. People are dying. Like Manson. Manson is following people, you know? There are stories of ritual sacrifices. But it's not on the level that conspiracy theorists want us to believe. Or, you know, certain groups of... Certain religious groups want us to think. Like, the whole satanic panic is not an actual thing, but... Oh, yeah, for sure. That was... There were probably a couple people that went out there. A couple teenagers went out there and Mm -hmm. killed somebody because they thought that that's what would work but in general the rituals are just leftover things from previous gods that have transitioned into current gods you use the same ritual because it works it's superstitious could be but it's to bring you luck or bring you something it's always selfish in nature not always it's a lot of the older rituals that we you know like native american rituals are to bring about 
a plentiful harvest or hunt. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that selfish? Give me this. That's what you have. <laughs> you know, but technically, a- if you look at it, it's selfish. You're give me this. I'm killing this for you now. Make make sure my plants grow. I believe there's yeah. a book called The Selfish Gene, and humans or any animal is somewhat selfish because again, survival is. Yeah. You're always going to look out for yourself. Point, yeah. Yeah. The only way to keep our species going is to be somewhat. But what I'm saying is the opposite of that is is good, right? But because we're a living being in a harsh world, you can't always just take the good road. I mean, you can't be evil, but sometimes you're going to have to kill that animal and make it suffer because you have to feed the tribe or yourself. Sometimes you get dogs to be your companions because dogs help you survive in the world where there's animals coming at you and other humans that want to take your stuff. So has nothing to do with CERN. We wow, do that candidate. actually, yeah, bringing it back to CERN. It's been a while. <laughs> Explanation number one, CERN. Is it possible? No. The survey says yes. No. Yes. Because I think <laughs> these glitches in the matrix predate CERN. Of, of any technology on this earth that could possibly do something that would cause people to see doubles or glitches in the matrix, what, what would that be? It'd probably be the large Multi- hadron collider. It would no, because this has been happening. That's a that's like twenty years old. Yeah. this is from way before twenty years ago. This is throughout history. There's been glitches. So what it shows you to is an if, extent, if but, there's glitches, and you can read ancient stories where somebody disappeared for years and then they came back like they'd never really been gone but five minutes and they thought they'd only been gone a few minutes, but they went to yeah. this different world. Well, you, well, you should bring up some of those stories. We, we should do a part two on simulations and you should bring up some of those stories. Cause that would be an interesting perspective too. Cause okay. a lot of this feels more recent, like the research that you can pull up just willy nilly on the web. It, it feels more recent. Like, like I said, I think the, the oldest one was, you know, Plato's um, allegory of a cave. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of different stories throughout history of stuff like that happening. Yeah. And, um, so I, that's why I just say absolutely not CERN. Hmm. Um, Could CERN have helped? For sure. I think it. I think we the internet helps more than anything because now we share these stories instead of them being a one-off that you hear every in certain regions of the world. Now everybody can hear these stories, and you find out there's more of them than you would think. Yeah. Um, a multiverse would make more sense to me with some of these things. But isn't that what like dimensional theory is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's you know you got these different dimensions. And that's time slips, or no? That's well, that'd I mean, be dimension hopping or something like that, right? Like, yeah, it's similar to like a time. You slip into a different time stream or yeah. a different a different dimension where that you know maybe you're doing things slightly different. Yeah, I think Heather actually has a story. Would you like to read that, Heather? Uh, that yes. kind of talks about time slips. It is posted by Reddit user Angel Us Angelus Angelus. Yeah. Uh, 726806. I blacked out and said things that didn't make any sense until 13 years later. I was in a physically abusive relationship with an ex-boyfriend. I was in a hotel room with him and his brother, also abusive, and I was backed into a corner afraid and hysterical. I must have blacked out because a few minutes later, I was no longer in the corner and I was in the middle of the room completely calm and my boyfriend and his brother had a look of shock on their face. I was dizzy and nauseous and confused. My tears had dried up and I was no longer afraid. I felt angry and powerful. When I asked them what was going on because of the look of shock on their faces, they just answered with, You don't know what you just said to each of us. (laughs) I don't know what I just said. I didn't even know how I got from the corner to the middle of the room. After repeatedly asking them what had just happened, they finally told me. 
I said I had abruptly stopped crying and I had said, what is going on? Why am I here again? I can't go through this again. This isn't right. While walking to the middle of the room and then looked at my boyfriend and said, you're not alive. You died in a car crash. I turned to his brother and said, I don't even know who would marry someone like you and have your children. I'm still waiting for karma to kick your ass. Fast forward 13 years later, I'm having one of the most lucid dreams I've ever had. I'm back in the hotel room, crouched down in the corner. I stand up and look around with so much anger because I am future. Future. Me looking at the same messed up. I am future. Yeah. (laughs) I am future me. (laughs) Looking at the same messed up situation and saying, what is going on? Why am I here again? I can't do this again. This isn't right. While I'm slowly walking out of the corner into the middle of the room, I look at my boyfriend and say, you're not, I yeah. just read it again. No, it's it's in there. Yeah. Again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you just slipped time. I did. Yeah. I time <laughs> yeah. You, you went on that time slip right with there. him. You're like, whoa, wait a second here. Yeah. All right. So she sees him again. She says, you're not alive. You died in a car crash, which is exactly what happened within the 13 years that had passed. His brother is also happily married with children. I'm still waiting for Karma to kick his ass. That's exactly what I said to him in my dream 13 years later. I woke up right after that, and everything about me blocking out now made sense. I remember that day at the hotel when I blacked out. I remember how different I felt afterward. I felt so much stronger and no longer afraid. If it was as if I felt certain, everything was going to work out. I left him two weeks later, joined the military, and never saw him again. That was a doozy to read, but very interesting. It's a very yeah, interesting very tale. Very interesting. That's one of my favorites that I've ever come across. I'm like, ooh, I would love to discuss this. Yes. So, so, so what do you guys think? Like, it doesn't necessarily. I don't know if it has to be just a time slip in this case. Because it's almost, isn't it? Almost no, because it mixes reality with like a dream. Like it almost sounds like time travel done through a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And at this this dream could have caused her to go back into that moment yeah. and say those things, which future self maybe just saved her from a life of abuse by coming into that place yeah. and saying those words and totally changing her out the storyteller's outlook on what the future of her life should be. Yeah. That is it's such an interesting story though. I read that a few times over. I'm like, that is intense. You black out thirteen years ago. And come to in the middle of the room with shocked looks on these assholes' faces. And then 13 years later, you have a dream from the other perspective of you in that room, the exact same thing playing out. Like, that's how, I mean, I just, I can't explain it. I've, I've thought, I'm like, damn, what can I possibly say? And it, it, from that type of relationship in a hotel room, there could have been drugs involved. Oh, most likely there was. But yes. that doesn't mean that stuff didn't happen. Yeah. And that the drugs didn't provide a way to... To have an outer work, out of body experience yeah. of some sort. Yeah, it's it's a fun story. Stephen King, I think, did a wrote a, t- a teleplay one time for not. It wasn't Twilight Zone, maybe Outer Limits, where um, his wife got this freaky call out of the blue, where this lady was hysterical and just like freaking out, saying something about he's dying or something like that, and mm. just panic. And it didn't make any sense. She told her husband, who was a writer in this show, like years later, her husband, the writer, had a heart attack. So she goes to call 911. And it's her dialing herself years earlier, hysterically crying and panicked over her husband dying. So she just got a phone. In the, in the past, she got a phone call 
from the future from herself. And this, she was freaking out on the phone because her husband was dying there. Yeah. Like, how? How can you possibly ever explain that rationally? Yeah. Stephen King's was a story, of course, but yeah. this is the same type of story. Yeah. Where things that but are it's just something that, impossible yeah. has happened to people. Yeah. And there's no explanation other than there's a lot in this world we don't understand. I'm just like Scott kind of at a loss. Yeah. I don't have a, a theory to go on, like, yeah. to explain it. But that's also why these stories yeah. are fun. Yeah. There's, there's either you. a bunch of theories, you can make up a theory, yeah. you're, you want to know what that theory is or what the reality is. Yeah. That's the fascination in it is for me, I just want the answers. I'm like, what could that have been? Like, what is that? Unlocking that kind of like wisdom or just knowledge on how things work or how the universe works, works would just be insane. Well, Plus with the floating humanoids, like yeah. seeing that, like Maybe I'm dead like, set. Mm. I, that was <laughs> not a balloon. Like it yeah. looked... Like a person in a jetpack watch, yeah. like, and yeah. only you know an iPhone can only go and exactly and get such People a like, good video. Why is it blurry? And it's like it's a wide-angle lens, dude. Of course it's gonna be blurry. But yeah, I mean, six tables of people and everyone. Yeah. When I posted that on Reddit, one of the guys complained, like, possibly the most interesting thing that ever happened to you, and you just only recorded thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Like busting up. I mean, I guess when you see something weird, sometimes you still have to go on. So you rationalize it in a way or, okay, I can't figure it out. Let's move on. My lunch is getting cold. Well, I feel like I wish we could get the people that were still there to get their stories on it because, I mean, there's a few people that were still videoing it. So they might have better coverage than yeah. what we got. Maybe they started a podcast, too, and they start talking about it. My, my <laughs> hope is, funny. Just like, too. whoa. My hope is at some point they find that episode and then reach out to us so yeah. we can go back to it. Yeah, so if you're local, share the Floating Humanoids episode as yeah, much you as were, you can. Uh, yeah, at Settlers Bay. Yeah, on, what, Settlers August? Bay, Floating In August, yeah. early August, August of 2020. was your wedding, 7th? 7th, yeah. So August 8th, 2020 at Settlers Bay, roughly around 4 p.m. Yeah. And you saw a floating humanoid. Yeah, I feel like we need like the law and order noises right now. Like, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it's safe to say that none of us know exactly what that second or that what that time slip story could possibly be or you it's honestly it's not even a time slip at all it's not even technically a time slip it's it's almost existing in two places it's like inception almost it's it's the weirdest thing you know i actually know the word for that to the existing in two places and it's a fun word is it uh wait it's not dejan tendu is it no it's by location by location. There's probably a deja something too, but yeah. by location is is you're basically in these two spots at the same yeah. time. So which or something is. But in this case, some part of that girl, if this is true, would have been in those yeah. that same in two spots years apart. Yeah. And I, I need to clear something up real quick. Deja and Tendu is the name of a brand new album. And I am aware of that because brand new is awesome. Wait, it also so the band's is, name is brand new. The band's name is brand new. Okay, I was like, brand new album. Well, who's, whose album yeah. is it? Of whom? No. Yeah. Um, but it also means, I, but I think that one actually, now I think about it, means like heard before. It's something you've heard before. It's Dejan Tendu. So we didn't solve this one? No, I did. Uh, it's uh, Matrix. Open and shut. And no, actually, let me, real quick. I, wait, I, but if you do the Matrix, then we are nothing but batteries trapped in a tube of gel we, with wires in our head and neck. Yeah, as a suction energy to off of our bodies. Yeah, to power the matrix. Well, absolutely. Which yes, 
Heather has no clue what we're talking about because she's never seen gross, the Matrix. Totally lost. It's pretty gross, but also kind of neat. Um, no. Well, Wouldn't it be better to be ahead of us? Which yeah, is what we're gonna have. True. Wouldn't it be better to, if, if it's not the Matrix and it's simulation theory? Because that's okay. But that means that we're in a computer. But we, but we of get some to, kind. But we also have some control over our lives in this simulation. That's yeah, the whole but, point of having a simulation is so that they, whoever they might be, can see how we're going to react. Yeah, but so do the Sims. Technically, they think they have control over their lives. Exactly. They, they don't walk around like this asshole. It's walking me around. You know, like no, they they think. And as far as computers go, the game believes that it is a sim. But I don't control every, on my, because I play sims on my phone mm. when I'm bored. I don't control all the residents of my city. Yeah. I just control what goes on around them and they react to it in their own ways. Yeah. Which, so, which is a total us, simulation theory. Yeah. So that's not so bad because we react to the world around us in yeah. whatever way based on this simulation. But we still have the choice of how we want to react to it. That sounds a whole lot like God to me. <laughs> it's a creator. Yeah. Well, if it's a simulation yeah. theory, then they're a bunch of bunch of uh, IT people. I know. Would we have to? This. Would they have to so be the, the gods now? Would we have to be each like, one? Would be the, like there would be and, our particular god. Yeah, that would be interesting. Which which is like Men in Black, another movie Heather hasn't seen. Again, we'll have a movie. Yeah. Night. It's it's a locker moment, man. You I open have a up, lot. Like, oh, it's so much bigger than that. When yeah. we when we do our Patreon. We'll have our our movie episodes. Heather finally watches. Yes, and I will give you all my thoughts on each movie. We could even do like a classic where we could set up a projector and we could sit there like mystery science theater. Oh yeah, and just Mm -hmm. totally commentate (laughs) on the entire movie as Heather's watching it. It'll be a watch party, a rewatch party of something. Yeah, I could throw out a couple of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Changed the way I thought about the world, and most of those had to do with aliens. So Scott would be right. Would be good good with that one if we can speak here. I am all about that alien life. I just want to know what the hell it is. That's all it is. I know my husband loved X Files, and he's like, "You've never X Files is. We're gonna we're gonna start X Files because he's like, this is not okay. Like X Files is a great show, but some of the conspiracies that. People make up now were inspired by episodes of the X Files. Really? Or what if they were premonitions from a TV show? Or people are using the ideas they they heard of in TV shows and making it happen in reality. If I've it, also never seen X Files for the record. Which we can start is, that one together? Yeah, which is kind of weird because you'd think of all the people in this in this universe of ours, your boy would for sure it's have a, seen the X Files. It's a great show. It's on Hulu too. Yeah, yeah, we'll and it's it's that, just. It, it's it's the characters are great, the stories are great. Yeah, they have individual shows, but there's a big narrative behind it. Yeah. That's really I cannot believe you have not watched the X Files. You know what it is actually. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, that was that the 90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was a. Youth. I was terrified. Oh, I, I was terrified yeah. of the show. My grandfather yeah, used I, to watch. Some it. of those episodes are scary as hell. I and just now, remember one they had where it was there was something with a colony of people like leprosy and they were in this trap door yeah like dungeon type mm-hmm. and they opened up and this is exactly how my grandparents freezer room was oh no <laughs> yeah. and so every time my mom would go ask me to get something out for them like i was terrified because that cellar door and that episode freaked me out yeah. so like all x-files after that i was like terrified yeah i might turn it on tonight then i might check it out yeah like, i'm sure china yeah. will love that 
Yeah, she might actually. She she had never seen Supernatural before, and I watched that since it came out. I was like 15 years old. And so we just finished binging through that. The series just ended after 15 years. And so I'm like, yeah, we might be in the in the working Yeah, I think X-Files is yeah. like a really long running too. Yeah. Which one? X-Files. Yeah, you, there's a couple a movies. Of season, there's a spinoff. The, uh, what are they? The, uh, there's, a, there's these three conspiracy theories that came on to X-Files. The Lone Gunman is what they're called. And they had their own show for a while. Oh, okay. That may or may not have had an episode that predicted 9-11. That's pretty nuts. Like one of the one of the lone gunmen was stuck on a plane that was going to crash into the World Trade Center. But at that point, it's not even prediction. What if the, that was the purpose behind it? Like, what if these people that perpetrated this this event, let's say they saw that and they're like, "Oh, that'd be a good idea." Like, what if it was mm-hmm. just an, an idea yeah, well an idea. for these? And, and that's why I cool. that's why I I love the show Black Mirror, but I can't stand it, it because it's me going out because I to think happen. They're just like Walking Dead, people. I, mm. There are people out there trying to create zombies and that terrifies me like no why would you there are people out there successfully creating zombies there is a movie out there that was made in the 80s about a supposedly true story oh yeah creating zombies in the caribbean and it's called the rate the serpent in the rainbow that is like my worst nightmare zombies but this is and 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 one of the points in the movies is pharmaceutical companies were studying this area because they wanted to find out what these voodoo doctors were using to make people zombies. Yeah. Because they wanted to make it a pharmaceutical for something. Yeah. Not necessarily a turn us to zombies, but everything that has an effect on humans, hmm. those people look for yeah, because yeah. it could become a very profitable medicine at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, is it safe to say that we have no idea what the hell simulation theory is? Yep. Or if it's I've real explained or not? it like the whole podcast. I just don't like my explanation. I've gone into philosophical explanations this whole podcast of what it could be. Yeah. And I'm yeah. and you're like, oh, he's a skeptic. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But no, they they no, were all yeah. go back and re listen. And- what I'm saying is we haven't figured it out, right? Like we we don't know if it's real or not. Is it a real thing? Obviously, you've done such an excellent job at explaining what simulation theory is to both it's, of It's us. actually real sometimes. Yeah. What causes it is a little different, but yeah. we all suffer. Our brains make us experience that. Now, is it some yeah. I don't know, metaphysical man. thing? Is it just a, yeah. a misfire of our brain? I, I will end this episode with a short story. Okay. And and then a, a final asking of what you think that story could be, and this is going to be from memory. This is what oh, I okay. Heard. I was like, I don't see a short story on here. You're yeah. just stepping away this, from the script. Always, I almost this panicked and went into okay. another timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scott, what happened to my? It was there. It's right there. No, so I read this one a long time ago, and I think you, I might have already told you about it. I know I told my dad about it. I can't remember who else, but it tripped me out. So this husband and wife are driving down the road. And they're approaching a bridge that's over, like, well, as you know, bridges are over water. Was it most the River Kwai? No, <laughs> it was not. They're, they're about to drive over this road. And as, as they're crossing this bridge, they see a car coming, like, the opposite direction. And as it's going over the bridge, it stops being a car, turns into a mouse cursor, like a three-dimensional mouse cursor. And it's floating along the surface of the bridge for, like, a split second. And then goes and flips right back to being a car. And the husband and wife both kept, like the husband just kept driving. He saw it and he was like, am I going insane? Did that just look like a mouse cursor? He was like, I can't ask my wife, hey, did that car just look like a mouse? 
But so they drive for a few miles and she, she's like, did you see that? And he's like, mouse cursor, right? And she's like, yes, that car turned into a mouse cursor for a, a, just a blip in time and then went right back to being a car. So either it's 100% made up and it's bullshit, never happened, or what the hell was that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with it's either yeah a made up or like they're in a simulation. Yeah. Like they're they're, Sims. they're in the Sims Four. And he was trying to like whoever. I have an alternate theory. Was. What's that? They were in the car and they saw another car coming at them. Somehow their consciousness flipped into or slipped into a bug on their desk at home next to a mouse, and then they came back. I don't know. You, like, I solve these problems and you just look off into space like, what the hell is he talking about? Yo, I just, I'm trying to piece that nonsense together is what I'm trying to do, man. What do you mean? No, I'm trying to. I'm like, okay. okay so earlier the girl went back 13 years into her own body. Yes. And that made perfect sense to me. This is like Jeff Goldblum yeah. in a movie about the fly. Only these people's consciousness went into some kind of bug on their desk or somebody's desk yeah. that was moving a mouse around and then they freaked out that's a mouse and then they yeah. like rationally went back to their normal self that would stop communicating yeah. with bugs because we shouldn't communicate with bugs on that level because it's freaky yeah well that would make sense if that's what they said in their story <laughs> but they said the car turned into a mouse cursor so i don't know like how could their consciousness how could their bug self because the they did because the they house? had to they didn't realize they were in the bug mind classic yeah who would? Not I, me. I mean, me probably. If I fast. if I went into a buck mine, Heather's looking at me like this. It's <laughs> crazy. So this has nothing to do with simulation theory, you asshole. But we'll bring it around. Maybe this is what I do the whole no, episode. No, though. I'm like, really yeah. intrigued right now. I, I say crazy things to mess yeah. with Scott. So now you're yeah, stuck now trapped I am. in it. Yeah. So here we go. Now the only time you could really realize if you accidentally went into the consciousness of some kind of bug is if yeah. it was a bee. Because all of a sudden you'd see like a billion. I guess a fly a would fly. work the same way too, because the way their eyes work. You're like, Most insects. And then your brain yeah. would just fry, and you'd just go right back into your body and be like, ah. yeah, never mind. And then you would forget it because it was so scary. I think I would possibly play that in my mind every second of the day. Or that would dead. be a great scary movie that yeah. we could write. A guy ends up in the asylum, and you then you find out. You know, you, you start the movie with him in the asylum, and he goes through his life before he ended up there yeah. and the whole thing that sends him to the asylum after being scared and panicked yeah. is that he slipped into this consciousness of a bug and couldn't handle the difference so he went crazy and everybody yeah. would be pissed off at the end of that movie because it was such a stupid story okay so you're saying the butterfly f effect but replace ashton kutcher with a bug yeah i just wanted to make sure i was getting everything well we tried everyone i guess we figured it out simulation no, theories i thing. figured it out and you ignored me oh my we have to just give yeah, him this we, one. We, Should we, we give Christian this one? Just that that it's it? fake or that it's real? I still can't figure out what the hell you're saying. Is you it? will. Once once the science catches up, you'll say, Christian said it exactly like that. And we have it on our podcast. Okay, there we you go. We were the first yeah. to say it on the Freaky Deaky. The Freaky Deaky, that's right. Yeah. So Christian you, said it. Yeah. He knows. Okay, so I don't, even, I don't even remember what your spiel was, but I'll give it to yeah. you. <laughs> okay. You win this one. Congrats. You, you got did it. it. Yeah, you did it. You wanted one. You got it. All right. Um. Well, they can always let us know if they agree with me. Yeah. Yeah. Please yeah. leave us a comment on social media. Yeah. Your thoughts. If you have any theories on it, write in. Definitely. We're all ears. Yeah. It's at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and is it Facebook? The Freaky Deaky Podcast on Facebook. 
and then it's at Freaky Deaky Pod for Twitter, right? Yes. So. And there's yeah. also Freaky Deaky Podcast on Reddit. There is. Yeah, that's right. You can talk about that a little bit if you want. Does it have any members after you post that video? Probably like two or three at least. Right? I think so. Um, I had some comments. Yeah. We would, it's, I think it's definitely as people catch our shows a little bit more can, yeah. can add to. And, you know, sometimes I post like weird UFO or strange stories cross post from other yeah subreddits. So I think it'll there be a go. good place to throw some information in for people. Cross posting is a great idea for that. So it's a good, good job on that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I wouldn't even thought of that. Yeah. We're covered in social media. So yeah. And then if, if you have us. like, actually, yeah, if you have a, a, a thought on what you think simulation theory is or if Christian's ramblings were as accurate as we have led them to, to be on this podcast, then. Well, hey, you know, when the listeners get back to us, you might have. Yeah. You know, uh, so we'll I, see I don't if know. Everyone's in your favor. Yeah. There you have it. So I guess until next time, Christian is right. Christian is right. Yeah, but, wow. There's a first for everything. Who lived that? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. something.